Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it. In his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my way. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 22 on page 366. <clears throat> my God, my God, look upon me. Why hast thou forsaken me? And art so far from my health and from the words of my complaint? O my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And in the night season also I take no rest. And thou continuest holy, O thou worship of Israel. Our fathers hoped in thee, they trusted in thee, and thou didst deliver them. They called upon thee and were hoping, they put their trust in thee and were not confounded. But as for me, I am a worm, and no man, a very scorn of men, and the outcast of the people. All they that see me laugh me to scorn, they shoot out their lips and shake their heads, saying, he trusted in the Lord, that he would deliver him. Let him deliver him, if he will have him. But thou art he that took me out of my mother's womb. Thou wast my hope, when I hanged yet upon my mother's breast. I have been left unto thee ever since I was born. Thou art my God, even from my mother's womb. O go not from me, for trouble is hard at hand, and there is none to help me. Many oxen are come about me, fat bulls of Bashan close me in on every side. They gape upon me with their mouths, as it were a ramping and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart also, in the midst of my body, is even like melting wax. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue cleaveth to my gums, and thou bringest me into the dust of death. For many dogs are come about me, and the counsel of the wicked layeth siege against me. 
They pierce my hands and my feet. I may tell all my bones. They stand staring and looking upon me. They part my garments among them, and cast lots upon my vesture. But be not thou far from me, O Lord. Thou art my succor. Haste thee to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword, my darling from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Thou hast heard me also from among the horns of the unicorn. I will declare thy name unto my brethren. In the midst of the congregation will I praise thee. O praise the Lord, ye that fear him. Magnify him, all ye of the seed of Jacob, and fear him, all ye seed of Israel. For he hath not despised nor abhorred the low estate of the poor. He hath not hid his face from him, but when he called unto him, he heard him. My praise is of thee in the great congregation. My vows will I perform in the sight of them that fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. They that seek after the Lord shall praise him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember themselves and be turned unto the Lord, and all the kindreds of the nations shall worship before him. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he is the governor among the nations. All such as be fat upon earth have eaten and worshipped. All they that go down into the dust shall kneel before him, and no man hath quickened his own soul. My seed shall serve him, they shall be counted unto the Lord for a generation. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born, whom the Lord hath made. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the first chapter of the book of, no, sorry. Here begins the 26th chapter of the book of Samuel. <clears throat> now the Ziphites came to Saul at Gibeah, saying, Is David not hiding in the hill of Hakilah opposite Jeshimon? Then Saul arose and went down to the wilderness of Ziph, having three thousand chosen men of Israel with him, to seek David in the wilderness of Ziph. And Saul encamped in the hill of Hakilah, which is opposite Jeshimon, by the road. But David stayed in the wilderness, and he saw that Saul came after him into the wilderness. <clears throat> David therefore sent out spies, and understood that Saul had indeed come. So David arose and came to the place where Saul had encamped. And David saw the place where Saul lay, and Abner, the son of Ner, the commander of his army. Now Saul lay within the camp, with the people encamped all around him. Then David answered and said to Ahimelech the Hittite, and to Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, brother of Joab, saying, Who will go down with me to Saul in the camp? And Abishai said, I will go down with you. So David and Abishai came to the people by night, and there Saul lay sleeping within the camp. 
with his spear stuck in the ground by his head, and Abner and the people lay all around him. Then Abishai said to David, God has delivered your enemy into your hand this day. Now therefore, please, let me strike him at once with the spear, right to the earth, and I will not have to strike him a second time. But David said to Abishai, Do not destroy him, for who can stretch out his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? David said, Furthermore, as the Lord lives, the Lord shall strike him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall go out to battle and perish. The Lord forbid that I should stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. But please, take now the spear and the jug of water that are by his head, and let us go. So David took the spear and the jug of water by Saul's head, and they got away. And no man saw or knew it or awoke, for they were all asleep, because a deep sleep from the Lord had fallen on them. Now David went over to the other side and stood on the top of a hill afar off, a great distance being between them. And David called out to the people and to Abner, the son of Ner, saying, Do you not answer, Abner? Then Abner answered and said, Who are you calling out to the king? So David said to Abner, Are you not a man? And who is like you in Israel? Why then have you not guarded your lord the king? For one of the people came in to destroy your lord the king. This thing that you have done is not good. As the Lord lives, you deserve to die, because you have not guarded your master, the Lord's anointed. And now see where the king's spear is, and the jug of water that was by his head. Then Saul knew David's voice, and said, Is that your voice, my son David? And David said, It is my voice, my lord, O king. And he said, Why does my lord thus pursue his servant? For what have I done, or what evil is in my hand? Now therefore please, let the Lord, the king, hear the words of his servant. If the Lord has stirred you up against me, let him accept an offering. But if it is the children of men, may they be cursed before the Lord, for they have driven me out this day from sharing in the inheritance of the Lord, saying, Go, serve other gods. So now do not let my blood fall to the earth before the face of the Lord. For the king of Israel has come out to seek a flea, as, as when one hunts a partridge in the mountains. Then Saul said, I have sinned. Return, my son David, for I will harm you no more, because my life was precious in your eyes this day. Indeed, I have played the fool and erred exceedingly. And David answered and said, here is the king's spear. Let one of the young men come over and get it. May the Lord repay every man for his righteousness and his faithfulness. For the Lord delivered you into my hand today, but I would not stretch out my hand against the Lord's anointed. And indeed, as your life was valued much this day in my eyes, so let my life be valued much in the eyes of the Lord, and let him deliver me out of all tribulation. Then Saul said to David, May you be blessed, my son David. You shall both do great things and also still prevail. So David went on his way, and Saul returned to his place.
Here ends the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 19th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I have, I have given half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Here ends the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people. He hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us, they give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant to us, Lord, we beseech thee, the Spirit to think and do always such things as are right, that we who cannot do anything that is good without thee, may by thee be enabled to live according to thy will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about today's lessons. Um, we see here in Samuel this morning a a repetition of things that have happened before, where last we saw Saul, he had chased after David in the wilderness and had gone into the cave to relieve himself. And so David had him under his power. He could have killed him and he let him go and they had an exchange. And now we have this something similar happen, happening. But what's interesting is here is that after their previous exchange, Saul seemed to have come to his senses, understood that who David was. But, and so they parted somewhat on friendly terms, but Saul went back to his, his uh, palace and David remained in the wilderness. Now here again, we have the, the Ziphites almost calling Saul to task, saying, hey, David's still out here. And so we see in Saul this push and pull of what to do. And so he is being 
no longer in control of himself. He is degenerating in his ability to think clearly. And so there are times when he comes to his senses, but there are times when he just lets madness or, or his own paranoia take hold of him. And so at the end of t- today's episode, we see that what David is going to do is realize he can no longer stay in Israel, that Saul is not one who can be reasoned with. He will have flashes of, of reason, but ultimately he... David is not safe amongst him. He will still continue to come after him. So no matter what happens, he has to leave because he understands that what, how damaging it will be for Israel if he engages in a civil war with him, if he kills God's anointed, even though God has removed his blessing from, from Saul. He was still... He is still the king, and that's still an important uh, uh, thing in this world. And, and so David recognizes that he cannot inaugurate his throne, his rule, in that type of bloodshed. Bloodshed against his own people. Bloodshed against God's anointed. So instead, he will remove himself from the scene. Now, turning to our, our New Testament lesson here, we have the story of Zacchaeus, the uh, wee little man. And he was a chief tax collector. So that that's just not, not sort of bad, like being a tax collector, but he had tax collectors under him. And so he was genuinely hated by the people. He was taking their money and sending it off to Rome while enriching himself at the same time. So he lived in this opulent lifestyle with with servants and these type of things, which was a display to all the people that of his sinful nature, how he was exploiting his own people. And so we should see in here that this episode is taking place as Jesus is heading towards Jerusalem, towards the cross. And here he is calling people to repentance, and Zacchaeus does that. He recognizes Jesus, his uniqueness, his his divinity, if you will, and repents of his sins. And so then Jesus goes to his home and stays there, and he brings salvation to his house. So we should see echoes of what's going on in Jerusalem where he's going up, going to call to repentance for the house of the Lord, the temple. and But they will reject him, whereas Zacchaeus does not. So whereas Jesus brings salvation to Zacchaeus's home, the home of God in Jerusalem will not have salvation brought to it because he will not be welcomed there into that home. His message will be rejected. But this brings up an interesting point about sin and repentance. So when we are repentant and forgiven for our sins, it does not mean that sin did not occur. It's not like a going back to a, a previous save point in a video game. 
the sin still occurred. Zacchaeus still has the ill-gotten gains from when, when he was, exploited people. When we harm another person through our sins, that harm is still present. When we are forgiven for our sins, that does not wipe away the harm that we did. And that's always one of the difficult things when we go and ask for forgiveness from God, from somebody else. Why don't we just immediately go back to the way it was before? Well, obviously that's impossible. The, the, the damage has been done. And so Zacchaeus has to restore what he has taken. He has to give to the poor. He has to give away his, his, the things that he took from people. You, we cannot in our, in our Christian lives sin and then keep those things that caused us to sin in the first place. They have to be given away. They have to be gotten rid of. We have to be cleansed. But it, it's always important to remember that we are forgiven first. We do not have to completely cleanse ourselves of our sinful nation, natures to enter into a relationship with God. We enter into the relationship with God, and then he works in us to free ourselves, to cleanse ourselves of our sins. Just some thoughts about today's lesson. We continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit and the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, 
to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Friday and great start to your weekend. Thank you, Deacon John. Have a good day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Thank you. Have a good day.